0: everyone, welcome to the Solar Power Market Series. Uh, my name is Erez Dolev, and I'm the managing director here at Renvoo. Uh, today we are going to be hearing from Nick Nielsen uh, about home grid residential and commercial storage solutions. Uh, key topics would be stocked series battery updates, uh, home grid cube, NIM3, Title 24 compatibility with the Arc 15, 30, and 60K, and ho- home grid uh, roadmap for, in the, uh, for the future. Uh, before we dive in and while we're waiting for more people to join, I'd like to uh, to give a little background on uh, RenVu and some of the products and services we offer. So RenVu is a U.S.-based solar equipment distributor established in 2012. All of our sales engineers have engineering background. Uh, we have fulfillment facilities in California, New Jersey, and Texas. Um, a few products uh, uh, quickly to spotlight here, and we'll share the links uh, in the chat. Uh, we dropped our SolarC prices significantly this week, and on top of that, we are offering $250 gift card for the SolarC 15K and $500 per SolarC 30K and 60K. The new prices are available now on Renvu's website. We also dropped our prices on all N phase products, including the N charge batteries and the IQ8 plus A, M, and H, and the IQ7 plus microinverters. We'll show your, uh, your pricing on the next few slides. Uh, for participants of this webinar, we also have a range of discounts on the home grid batteries up to $600 off uh, on, the, on the 38.4 kilowatt hour stack. Uh, another great opportunity uh, we have for 4th of July is the q Home, uh, Q-Home uh, ESS. This is a 7.6 kilowatt uh, inverter that can be connected up to three 6.3 kilowatt hour batteries. So the total will be 18.9 kilowatt hour. Uh, We're now offering this kit with three additional two batteries. So you would get a total of 31.5 kilowatt hour of batteries and 20 uh, rapid shutdown devices with auto transformer and BMS. And for the 4th of July sale, we're offering them at uh, $9,998. This is a significant discount. We really recommend to take the advantage of of this offer. Uh, We have uh, smart panels coming in in a few weeks, and those are offered now with $250 gift card per unit. Uh, We're sharing a link to our popular commercial module price list Excel file in the chat. Uh, here you can find all our available modules and in tiered pricing for each one of these. Uh, we recommend to use this spreadsheet as a tool for a market pricing analysis since uh, we are updating it daily with any market changes and availability on the second tab of the same spreadsheet. you can find some special clearance items with special pricing. You can see here the Q ESS solar edge optimizers, inverters, and batteries and phase microinverters, batteries, and combiners, and more. Uh, Don't miss that. These are prices that are not available anywhere else. I'll take a minute to also mention our Bleaky residential carport. This is a great way to expand existing solar system or an alternative solution where you cannot install solar on a roof. Uh, Shown here is the two-car carport. Uh, There is also an option for tandem solution with shared columns. So you can connect multiple of those when you need the carport for more than two cars. It's designed to be assembled by a crew of two. Uh, it doesn't require any specialized or heavy machinery to install. This is a solar structure, so it's eligible for the 30% ITC, an extra 10% for US-made products. The carport is supplied with iron reach system and under panel clamps, so it accepts any solar module any inverter you want, when combined with Blicker EPDM T gasket, the surface uh, become watertight. Uh, there are some accessories you can add to it, uh, including EV chargers. It is designed and fabricated in the U.S. and comes with 25 year warranty. Uh, the structure is coming with a structural engineer PE stamp. You can install up to 24 solar modules with four columns of six modules. Uh, with basic uh, load capacities of 35 a per square foot snow load, which can be upgraded to 65 and 175 miles per hour wind load and seismic design category E. The two-car carport is 18 feet wide and 18 feet deep with uh, 9.5 feet clearance, comes uh, with uh, 5 degrees tilt. You can find a 3D model of the tandem carport and the standalone carport in, on the Plikir uh, website. We're sharing a link with uh, if you want to play with it and see how it works. Hey, one last item to go over before we get started is our solar design and quote tool. You will find it on the top of our homepage at renvoot.com. You can generate as many quotes as you need in a couple of minutes without any need to wait for a sales engineer and it's available 24-7. First, select the system type and the components you would like to see on your quote. Then you choose your panel. Uh, Next, uh, you will configure your racking system uh, from a wide range of options. Be here. Um, I'll select a metal tilted roof with a prepsodial sheet. I'll make two arrays. First array with 10 modules in portrait. And the second row will be five modules in landscape. Second array with nine modules in portrait.
1: Also, like here, a black rails and black plumps. And I'll change the span to six feet.
0: And you can see that the system creates a sketch of the array. Uh, then choose your inverter and also energy storage option if you like. I'll select here Solark 15K.
1: On the left side, you will
0: see the bill of materials building up. Uh, and when you are logged in to your account, prices change as you edit your system configuration. This is a great way to compare the cost of different options in real time. Our team updates this tool constantly with the latest SOLAR components and pricing currently available in the market. So as I mentioned before, uh, when you're selecting solar, you will already find here the updated price of those. And anything that is additional, like gift cards, et cetera, will be, a, will be available separately on the website. Uh, and then at the end, you can save the quote to your account and get a quote to your email. You can also email our sales engineers at info at renvu.com. Our team will review the bill of materials for you and weigh in uh, with insights uh, on configuration and availability. They're also uh, available to any questions uh, you may have. And, and I encourage you to take a moment and play around with this tool. Uh, It's interesting to compare options and uh, complete the different design configurations without needing to talk with anybody. Uh, Okay, I think we can start now. We have a significant number of participants already. Um, This webinar is being recorded and we will update uh, it uh, to our YouTube channel and will be available also as a podcast. We'll share the links uh, in the follow-up email. If you have questions during the presentation or the Q&A session, use the Q&A button, uh, which makes it easier for us to rock and answer questions. Uh, so Nick, I think uh, we I can uh, you can take over now and start sharing your slide deck.
2: Awesome, thank you. Yeah, that, that design tool is really cool. Seems super simple. Thank you, Eris, for the the intro and uh, I'd just like to thank the RenVu team for hosting us. Uh, we really appreciate you guys and value you as a distributor. going to
1: share my desktop.
2: And appreciate everybody for hopping on. Um, I don't know how many of you are familiar with HomeGrid um, or the products. But today I'd like to talk about a few things. We're going to start with uh, who HomeGrid is, and we're going to discuss the stack series and the HomeGrid Cube. I'm going to talk a little bit about the new uh, net metering 3.0 in California, also Title 24. And we wanted to discuss uh, the roadmap for HomeGrid in the future and our compatibility with SolarX 15K, their new 30K and the 60K. So a little bit about us, Uh, HomeGrid was acquired by a global battery manufacturer called Lithion a little over two years ago. And they have applications in robotics, uh, electric vehicles, construction equipment. They have a few military contracts they're working on, medical equipment. Um, They've even done um, batteries for Disneyland roller coasters. And they were the, actually the original battery in the Segway scooter. So they've been around for a long time and they are very diversified in a lot of different industries. And HomeGrid was appealing to them because it tapped into the residential battery storage side of the market of batteries. So that's where we come into play. Um, Lithion has manufacturing all over the world. They have um, engineering all over the world as well. And they're headquartered in Canada. HomeGrid itself is headquartered in Las Vegas. We're in a suburb of Las Vegas called Henderson, Nevada. We just uh, moved into our second 80,000 square foot facility there. If any of you are ever in Vegas, feel free to reach out. We'd love to give you a tour of the warehouse and introduce you to the tech team and really answer any questions that you may have. We have strong financial backing um, by TriWest Capital Partners and Koch Industries and some other large investment partners. And with those large investments, we A couple of things come with that. You know, we have the capability to, and do currently have plenty of inventory. So there's um, no problem with really getting you product for any projects that you're working on. Also with our large financial backing, we're not going anywhere anytime soon. So you can feel confident that you can purchase a home grid product and that it's going to be supported. And we will be around to support that for many years to come. So coming, um, something kind of interesting that I have learned uh, while working with Home Grid is lithium ion batteries as a, an umbrella term. So there's many different chemistries under the lithium ion battery umbrella. And actually uh, the, I think I just saw on the news that the, the inventor of the original lithium ion battery just passed away, but um, the two, there's many different chemistries, but the two that you kind of most commonly hear um, are nickel-manganese co- cobalt, or NMC, and lithium-iron phosphate, LFP, or lifepo 4 We use uh, lithium-iron phosphate in our batteries, and we were actually founded by engineers that pioneered that chemistry and brought it into um, you know the market. So with that, um, these engineers that founded HomeGrid, they, they came up with this product line, the Stack Series, the Compact Series, and the HomeGrid Cube. And today we're gonna to be mostly focused on the Stack Series and the HomeGrid Cube, but there's plenty of information about the Compact Series on our website. I encourage you to check it out after our webinar. So to jump into it, the Stack Series is basically our bread and butter for HomeGrid. It's a modular battery and I'm gonna hop out of this and show you our website, homegridenergy.com. It's under our products tab. If you go to stack series, you can scroll down and there is a video right here, an installation preview. whoops oh, sorry. So that is the stack series, it's modular in design. And as you can see, it stacks on top of itself, hence the name, Uh, stacks like Legos. There's no wiring in between modules. So there's a male female adapter on the top and bottom of each. The minimum stack is uh, two two modules. Each module is 4.8 kilowatt hours. So you start at two and you can go all the way up to eight modules in a single stack and you can do 15 eight stacks in parallel, getting you over half a megawatt of of storage capability, which is massive. We have all the certifications required in the United States for installation, and we passed the 9540 and 9548 test with flying colors. So um, with the lithium iron phosphate, it's extremely safe, Um, very little risk for thermal runaway or catching on fire. So you you can feel confident that when you're putting it in your own home or in a client's home that it's going to be safe. Um, We also use that chemistry because it's got a longer lifespan, so it doesn't degrade as quickly. Um, We also have a very short installation time. So as you saw, because there's no extra equipment needed, um, you're just basically stacking it um, and plugging it into each other. The installation time is less than an hour. and that's huge for installers because when you can get into a project, install the battery in less than an hour and move on to your next thing, then you're saving a lot of money as you know, you can you know, save, save money on that, that time that you're not using, uh, maybe on other batteries that take a little bit longer. Hopping into our spec sheet, which is also on our website, um, at... Four modules, you're at 19.2 kilowatt hours and you're at 14.4 kilowatts continuous. And that's where we top out. Um, but it's also 300 amps, as you can see right here, which is massive. Basically, what we're saying is that a four stack battery, most homes in America have a 120 to 200 amp panel. We have a battery with capability to really power an entire electrical panel. Um, doing full home backup, which is amazing. We're one of the only batteries currently on the market that allows uh, full home backup out of a single you know, stacked battery. Um, you're not needing to find more space on the wall. Um, if you ever wanted to add to the battery down the road, all you have to do is pop the BMS off, throw some more modules on. Um, you can upgrade uh, your storage in less than 30 minutes. So that's pretty cool. It's IP55 rated, so it is waterproof and particle proof, but we um, we are not NEMA rated, so they do need to be installed either indoors in a garage or um, like I'm going to talk about later, we do have an outdoor rated case coming out, or if you were to build some type of structure around it, basically three walls and a roof, um, like an open garage type structure, that will work as well. We're just really trying to avoid direct UV sunlight and uh, direct weather. Um, so that we can just protect it longer and you know increase the, the life of the battery. We are a 48 volt battery. So we are compatible with most 48 volt inverters, but we do like Solark uh, as mentioned by Eris. The 15K just recently came out and really it's one of the only inverter, inverters on the market that can pull what we can push. And that's why we like pairing with them just because if a homeowner wants you know, full home backup, then we're a battery that can, can deliver really as, and tap out, max out what the 15K can do. The next, um, the next thing I want to talk about is the home grid cube. So this is an outdoor rated case, which can fit up to four eight stacks inside. You can also put three solar 15Ks on the outset outside which would support um, 208 volt or three phase applications for small commercial uh, projects it's climate controlled with heating and cooling the output per cube is 45 kilowatts continuous and if you did two in parallel you can do 90 kilowatts Um, it can surge 72 kilowatts and you can fit 153.6 153.6 kilowatt hours in a single cube. So you're at 307 for two of them. The great thing about these is that everything on the DC side is supplied. So we're trying to make it as easy as possible for you guys. Um, we install the batteries, we stack them up. We add cabling to the batteries. We'll hook the solar arcs up as well and um, plug it all in so that when it's dropped on site, Basically, all you'll have to do is run all the AC cabling to it, and you're ready to go. Here's a few pictures of how it looks shipped. Um, you have the two solar arcs on, installed on one end. A third solar arc, if you're wanting it, would be installed on the door. We do take that one off just for sizing and, and shipping purposes, but it's really easy to just put it back on and plug it back in. Um, you have all your cabling down here. We do have a, with the, the solar 15K, is actually two positive and two negative uh, terminals inputs. And we have a bus bar system, which allows it to connect into a single point for easier install. Um, And then you have your bus bars here and we leave the bases intact, um, but we take the modules out. We ship it all together and we'll drop it on site. Um, It's for weight purposes, just so that you can um, unload it off of the truck. An empty crate is somewhere around 2000 pounds. So you'll, ne- you'll need a forklift that can handle that weight, or it does have the eye rings on top if you wanted to crane it to wherever it needs to go. So, NEM 3.0, that's a big thing in California right now. And a lot of people have questions about it. You may be well versed in it, you may not. So, I'm going to try and just do a kind of broad overview of what it is with some simple um, I guess calculations or just some simple numbers it's not exact but it, it, I think it gets the point across pretty well but basically in uh, this year in April they switched California switched from NEM 2.0 to NEM 3.0 at NEM 2.0 you were able to produce solar and sell it to the grid um, let's say for a dollar uh, when solar is no longer producing at night you have to pull that energy back and so you buy that back for the same price at a dollar. So basically you were at a net zero cost or a very low power bill, um, which in turn would mean that you would kind of only have a solar loan and no um, power bill. Now with NEM 3.0, you sell it to the grid for 25 cents and you produce and you buy it back for a dollar. So now it was it's about a 75% cut, meaning that if you have to pull from the grid, you are going to have a power bill and a solar loan. So, a lot of people are concerned that their ROI on their investment is going to take a lot longer. But if you have a battery, then that takes care of the problem. Um, but you'll need a battery that can do full home backup. So, in this slide, what this is showing basically is if you can, if you can. Produce solar during the day, and instead of sending that out to the grid, send it to a battery. And then once that battery is full, then export any extra. At night, when you're no longer producing, instead of pulling from the grid, you pull from a battery. Our battery allows for whole home backup. So you have a battery that doesn't just keep your lights and your refrigerator on, but can run your AC, can do well pumps, can really keep your whole house running. So it's kind of like life is um, not interrupted. We see that um, string inverters are coming, going to be more popular in the future because it's more efficient. And the reason for that is all all solar is produced in direct current, all batteries store solar energy or energy in direct current. So if you can go directly from solar panels, DC, through an inverter into a DC battery, and then only flipping it once to AC, to the home, then you're going to be way more efficient than if you have microinverters where you're producing solar and DC, converting it to AC, then flipping it back into DC into a battery, then back to AC. Um, All those changes are not going to be present, so you will be uh, more efficient. Um, We also, there are some different ways you can go about Um, keeping your costs down. Um, This is showing uh, a Hawaiian tie-in, a high tie or a breaker move where you can actually take all the breakers out of your main meter combo and move them over to a sub panel and kind of basically become your own closed loop personal power plant. You won't need to upgrade your main meter combo and wait for your electrical company to come out, um, which also can take a long time and cost a lot of money. This is a fast way to do it. Um, allows you to be grid independent and if there ever are outages or anything like that you'll you'll be the only one on the block that still has power.
1: Oops.
2: Title twenty four is another interesting um, you know new regulation that's come into California. and basically it what it's talking about is, making um well there's a lot to it so title 24 uh, has to do with um, new home builds and really any new building in california california's goal is to be 100 in energy independent by 2045 and to do that they're requiring a lot of different things um and it, it, we could go down this bullet list but basically you're required to adopt new building methods which incorporate new energy efficient technology you build with improved materials. Um, There's different uh, sections of the Tile 24 and one of them is cool roofs. Um, And that's talking about um, using materials that allow for um, less heat to get into the attic and to allow more heat to escape out. So using uh, newer materials. I think what we wanna talk about mostly today is part six, which requires solar panels to be installed on um, new builds. And that goes for really everything that's being built, um, commercial and residential. There are a few um, reasons why solar or this title wouldn't apply. One of them would be that your home is too small to support enough panels, the roof size. Um, If your home is constantly shaded, like if you're in a lot of trees, then it would make sense to put solar on there. Um, There's a couple of other reasons. Um, but basically solar panels are required. Um, And those are sized to produce um, the full annual usage of the home's electricity. Why battery storage systems are becoming more popular and are actually required in some cases are because you're becoming your own personal power plant. So you're not dependent on the grid. You can produce your own energy and pull it Um, from a battery on demand when you need it. Um, Also without a battery, your solar system will not function. Solar systems have to shut down when the the grid goes down because they don't want electricity flowing through those lines when people are working on them and you don't want anyone to be killed. Um, Batteries will also protect your home from outages and emergency. Uh, It basically acts as almost like a backup generator in some cases, if you wanted to. but uh yeah so you can pull electricity that you've uh stored from solar throughout the day and uh, the next day when the sun comes back up you can refill it another cool thing about it is if you put a battery on your home under title 24 you don't need as big of a solar array you can downsize it by 25 because it's just saying that basically they're anticipating you exporting a lot of electricity to the grid and then you buying that back or acquiring it later but if you don't need it because you're filling it with a filling that solar or filling up your battery with a solar. You know you don't need to export as much um, because it's not required later. Currently, uh, batteries are required on some and actually most new commercial builds. And with that being the case, the home grid cube is a perfect application for it. Um, but also with that, with this twelve to twenty-four constantly evolving and they're goal of being completely energy independent. Most people see that homes, residential homes are gonna require batteries as well. So it's nice to know, you know, as an installer or even a homeowner where you fit into that, it's better to be ahead of the game and know how these batteries work, how to install them. And so that when requirements like that do come into play, you guys are ready to go and can install them. Um, With our battery and it being modular, It's amazing that you can really uh, size it to whatever situation you're needing. If you're only wanting emergency backup, you can do two modules. If you want full home backup, you can do four. If you want multiple days of power, uh, you can do a couple of of different size stacks. So we're extremely module, module allowing you for really any application that you're working on. Um, for HomeGrid's future, like I had mentioned before, we have an outdoor-rated case which will fit up to a four-stack battery. Currently, we're working on another one that will allow for up to an eight-stack. If it can't go inside, or you don't want to build a, sh- uh, a structure around it, these are NEMA rated and allow for ventilation. Um, The nice thing about LFP is they don't really off gas. There's not a lot of heat given off. So we have a vent in the back, which will allow for any humidity that may build up to to escape. Um, We also have a high voltage BMS. And now when I say high voltage, I'm talking about, you know, 260 volts to 400. So it is programmable. And these batteries will be able to work with the new Solarc 30k and the 60k for commercial projects. Um, We just had our engineers give our final testing and this is now in UL uh, certification process and we expect these to be available by the end of this year sometime in September or October. Um, These can also fit in the home grid cubes. Um, They won't be, I don't know if we'll be able to go eight high but um, if you wanted to use the home grid cube in conjunction with these high voltage BMSs, you could also do a Solar 30K or a 60K. We don't have the machined holes on the outside for the for these. I, I don't believe it will fit, but you can put them on an adjacent wall or another structure if you'd like. Um, also, uh, I wanted to go back to the website in our... Let's see, press tab we have an app coming out for installers which i wanted to show you
3: introducing the new battery management app from home grid this tutorial will walk through our app features for installers if you have not yet created an account reach out to our support team to get started whether you have one battery in your fleet of installs or 100 you can monitor the status, charge, voltages, and important data for all your systems in one secure location. On the homepage, there are three sections that display a quick overview of all your installs. Tap each of them for more detailed information. The device section shows the percentage of systems online and connected to Wi Fi, as well as those that are disconnected. To view all your systems in the field in further detail, Tap the device tool and choose an individual system for a live, real-time display on the state of charge, state of health, voltage, and power output for a selected battery system. The type and alarm section shows a summary of any alarms or faults across your fleet of installs. Tap on this tool to receive a full report about any alerts to keep your systems running smoothly. The final section of the homepage, user statistics, gives insight into users under your account that may be installing along with you or for you. Depending on your company structure, this tool may or may not apply to you. On the data page, you can view a graphic representation of your system's overall state of charge, voltage, and state of health over periods of days, month, or even years. The master tab displays data from the VMS level, whereas the pack tab shows the same data, but on a modular level for each 4.8 kilowatt hour battery pack. Within the pack tab, tap on the menu at the top right to cycle through each module individually. On the maintain page, choose a device from the drop-down menu to view a history of alarms and faults. On the account page, you can update and edit your personal information under your profile. This information will be visible to home or business owners who use the app for monitoring their systems. Here, you can also access your unique installer QR code. This code is required to register any users associated under your account as affiliated installers. To connect a new device to the local Wi-Fi, follow the prompts under the Network tab. Our HomeGrid team is here for you. For frequently asked questions and support, visit our website at homegridenergy.com or contact us at 725-373-5350.
1: Awesome.
2: So we have um, we have the new app coming out, which really is going to be great for installers because instead of going on site and diagn- diagnosing a problem, you can from your phone and the app see what's going on. If there ever is an issue with the battery, you can see in charge state of health. If there ever are any faults or um, errors you can diagnose the problem you can call our tech team which is based in las vegas which is on california time they can help you get any equipment needed if you needed to go out and do a site inspection um, and really help you be prepared so that you don't have to do multiple multiple stops to to the site saving you more time Um, our batteries are wi-fi compatible um, and you know if when you are doing your install, if you can hook those up to the Wi-Fi, then you know you can have basically battery monitoring uh, in your palm. So, just a recap: we're going to go over the stack battery again. We're offering full home backup, do 500 amp surge, 24 kilowatts continuous for 10 seconds, which means we can start up ACs, um, large large pumps, uh, wells pumps, pool pumps, stuff like that, um, without a soft start which is incredible. We can do 15 kilowatts continuous, enables solar to function with when a grid is out, and we have a 300 amp max charge and discharge. We're modular, which means you can customize the output to fit small or large projects, simple field servicing, um, upgradable in less than 30 minutes. And in a single stack, you can do 9.6 kilowatt hours, all the way up to 38.4. Um, We use the safest chemistry on the market. Superior life cycles, very low risk for thermal runaway. Very simple installation, sub one hour. And we have a U.S.-based customer support team. Here's my contact information. So if you guys ever uh, have any questions, I'm happy to hop on phone calls. I can do basic troubleshooting. I can even answer questions while you're on site doing an install. My email, Um, and also if you ever have questions, you can reach out to my tech support team. That their contact uh, pages. Their, their contact email and, and number on our, is on our website. So now I think we'd like to open it up to questions. Uh, that's all right with URS.
0: Yeah, uh, let's get started with a QA and a session. If you have any questions, please feel free to ask them in the Q&A section and we will try to get to as many as we can. And we follow up uh, by email. We can go over everything. Uh, you can also email our sales team in addition to Nick's email or their team at info at com for more information and pricing. And as I mentioned before, this webinar is being recorded and we will send you a link in a follow-up email. So yeah, let's take a look here.
2: I think Mike, I don't know if Mike Bankston is on. He's uh one of our, is our app engineer. I am on. Oh, hey, hey, Mike. So, if you guys have any technical questions and want to go more in depth with batteries, uh, we have our one of our engineers on on the call as well.
0: Um, I'll let's start with a question from Robert. Uh, is the home grid battery system EMP protected?
2: So, no, it's not EMP protected um, as is it, as it stands. If you'd like to to purchase some type of an EMP protective case, you can you can do that. There's not really any ventilation requirements needed for the battery. So if you wanted to put it in something, that, that would be fine. Do you have anything to add to that, Mike? No, I
4: think you answered that perfectly. There's no ventilation requirements for the low voltage, just the operability temperature range. So as long as it stays within that temperature band, then everything's good. Awesome.
2: Um, so, I think I mean, I can go, I can just go from the top. I understand the 9540A 2020 may be a permitting obstacle for some home batteries, but not a home grid. Please expand on this topic. Um, so, with the 9540A, basically it's a uh, fire test, which um, basically just shows that our batteries are safe. We did a test with two batteries close together to show that if one ever were to catch fire, um, outside of, um, you know, basic normal weather circumstances that a battery next to it would not um, catch fire, the fire did not propagate. So it's, it's extremely safe. Um, so oftentimes if an inspector is looking for some type of a test or certificate for installation, the 9540A most of the time I'd say ninety nine percent of the time will satisfy the inspector to be allowed to be installed in homes.
1: Uh, is the new
2: weather housing suitable for Florida weather? Is there a NEMA or IP rating IP rating on it? So it will be NEMA three R rated. Um, basically, with the housing, we just we still don't want them installed in direct sunlight. So if you can put it. Outside somewhere um, shaded or on the north side of the home, that's best. Um, but it will it will be okay outside. If, Mike, if you wanted to add anything to that, uh,
4: no. I mean, the case isn't doesn't affect the warranty in any way. It's just you know an extra option. So we still, like Nick said, would encourage you to not put it in direct sunlight. That's all I can really add to that. I think you answered it pretty well.
2: Cool. How do I set up home grid batteries to suit the thirty, solar 30K? It requires high voltage input. So we have that high voltage BMS coming out. Um, Like I had said, we are done with testing and we're now in the UL certification process. Um, Our high voltage battery or BMS Um, is programmable to different voltages, and it will be able to be used with the Solark 30K. So we expect those high voltage units to be available by September or October of this year, Um, hopefully as long as all the UL certification processes go smoothly, which sometimes it doesn't, but we've been through it a couple of times now, and I think we're going to go quickly this time. So
0: you're going to use the standard packs or the standard 48? Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. so we'll,
2: we'll be using these same modules. Basically, the BMS is just going to be high voltage. It's about double the size. It's a little bit taller, and it, it's uh, programmable voltage from 260 up to 400.
1: Oops.
2: And then the next one says when it will be available: um, end of this year. September, October is what we're, we are shooting for. Uh, can you explain about the ability to integrate with higher voltage 30K SOLARC? Mike, would you be able to take that one? Can you say that again, sorry. That was... says, yeah, you're fine. Can you explain about the ability to integrate with higher voltage 30K SOLARC? I don't know if I just answered that, but.
4: I mean, the ability to do it is just determined by the communication protocol for what Solark has. And like, it's how our BMS communicates with the Solarc. That's the that's the only limiting factor. And since we are partnered with them, we are able to communicate perfectly between our two products. As far as connecting it with a physical cable, you know, like you just need to choose a, a, a gauge of wire that. Will meet the standard that you want, like whatever your expected output is going to be the cable needs to be rated for that ampage. Awesome. But yeah, it's simple. It's a simple process.
2: And the next one goes right off that what wiring is involved to connect to the Solarc? So we, we have a basically uh, bus bars coming out of our connectors out of our BMS. So you have a single cable coming out. If you're using a Solark 15K and only one battery, you can use the, um, what's it called? The bus bars, that Solark 15K bus bar, like I showed in that picture, which will allow you to do a single cable out of our battery and a single cable into the Solark. And like uh, Michael was saying, you just want to size those cables to the amperage that you're needing for the project. Um, If you're running Multiple batteries, you can run the two cables out, the positive and negative cables out of the BMS of our battery into the two connectors on the Solar 15K. On the 12Ks, they don't have the two positive and negative terminals. So just be a single point in to a 12 or an 8K. So very simple. Basically, everything in our battery for installation comes with the battery. Um, We provide lug nuts for one side of the battery cables. You'll need to provide the battery cables and a second set of lug nuts to attach to the inverter that you're um, attaching the battery to. Um, Jeff asks, are we compatible with SMA Sunny Islands? Um, I'm going to turn that one to uh, Michael.
4: We are not officially... Paired with SMA Sunny Islands, but I have tested it and it does work. But we don't have an official um, partnership with them.
2: So, awesome. what is the average installation cost, excluding major equipment, for a typical home grid residential product? Um, yeah. That's a hard question because it depends really on where you're at in the country. But it shouldn't cost. Um, a whole lot because basically when you're getting the, I don't know if you're a, a homeowner or an installer, but as an installer, basically all you have is the cabling that, and you'll need the second set of lugs. Um, that's really all you'll need from battery to inverter. And then you're looking at sub one hour for installation of the, or stacking up, taking the batteries out of the box, stacking it up, commissioning it, hooking your, your cables up and then plugging that into the Solark so it's going to be very quick. But have, for a specific number, I, I don't know if I could even really ballpark it. Um, I hope that kind of
1: answers your question.
2: The, OK, so an anonymous attendee is PF5LFPO. Um, some other numbers, this SKU connected for CEC listings on the stacked doesn't match the data sheet. Um, I can send that out. We do have the approved um, SKUs for the CEC listings. When we were acquired, we had some SKU number changes and we are working on changing that with the CEC. Um, until then, I can send an email to Renvu which shows the
1: SKUs for the CEC listings. Who
0: will to the follow-up email. Yeah.
2: Actually, if you want to, if you want to send me in the chat, I put my email. If you want to send me an email, I could send it to you directly as well. It's just nnielsen at lithiumbattery.com. And then I'm going to turn this question over to Michael. It asks, how, how does the BMS increase to high voltage on the stacks?
4: So there are three um step up dc to dc converters in parallel within the high voltage bms basically how that works i'll <laughs> i will not go too too in depth here i don't want to bore anybody and put you to sleep uh pulse wave modulation so it's it's not a simple process but it it is effective it is efficient and it works really well there's various ways that you can do it like so there's various methods and control control methods, I guess, is what you'd call them for how you control the actual pulsing. But that's how the voltage is stepped up and it involves an inductor within within the circuitry.
2: Awesome. And what is the advantage of using the high voltage battery? Smaller cables, what else? Um, you're able to use those uh, Solarc 30Ks and the 60Ks. So currently right now to get three-phase uh, 208 volt, you're going to need to run uh, three Solarc 15Ks in parallel in, in partner with our, our battery. Um, so with the 30K, you're able to use less equipment. So it's easier for the install. It's just a, a single inverter. Um, do you have anything else to add for advantages, Mike? No, uh, pretty much covered it. Awesome. Yeah, and then you're just more you're more compatible with with small commercial projects, so it's a little bit easier, uh, plug and play for those applications.
0: Uh, will your high voltage BMS be compatible with other brands as well, like uh, Solis, for example?
4: We're working on that right now, actually. That's, uh, that's, what's, that's what my day-to-day life is currently, is uh, making, making that product compatible with other, other brands other than just the Solark 30K and 60K. Yep.
2: Um, you showed the enclosure with batteries with multiple 15Ks, but will there be a version within the native 208 volt 3 phase with the 30K uh, separate? At what point could I actually bid that product? Sounds like not until end of Q three. Yeah, we um, we have it coming out, and yeah, end of Q three is probably safest. We do have some we do have some numbers around it, but we want to make sure that everything goes through UL um, and we're good there before we start um, bidding projects, just so that customers are happy. Um, and we've really done some really vigorous testing to make sure that we're releasing a product that works well. Um, so that, you know, everybody's, everybody's happy. Um, right now I don't, and I don't, Mike, if you know this, but I don't think the 30 K currently fits on the home grid cube. There are some machine holes for the 15 and 12. Um, so if you needed it to fit on the cube, I don't know if that's going to be something that we do, but it can fit on something, uh, another structure close to it. Yeah, the thirty the thirty k is pretty pretty bulky.
1: <laughs>
4: so yeah. I, I don't know. We we haven't tried to uh, fit it into or on the side of or inside of a cube, but that's something we could definitely you know very quickly measure out and see if that's feasible. But uh, with the added size of the high voltage BMS on the in, like I know on the inside, putting the inverters on the inside that might not be an option. And then on the outside, it, I guess it just kind of depends on the logistics of all of the wiring, that's the other thing that uh, one of the things about the cube is all the junction boxes and the wiring out there. So if you put a giant inverter outside, you decrease the amount of working space. And as anyone who's wired in <laughs> an inverter junction box knows, you want as much working space as possible to make your life easier.
2: Yeah. We appreciate these kinds of questions because it, it, we we uh, we take those questions and we um, send it to to our you know manufacturing team and we look for ways to always continually improve our products. So thank you for that. If one of the units in the stack goes bad, how do you determine the bad unit? So um, one thing with that that's uh, great about the stack series is. Because we run these batteries in parallel, if a stack were to ever go down, the battery is not going to stop running. You still have battery power. Um, To determine if the battery is bad, um, there's gonna be a couple of things. If you have the app, you'll be able to see that the module is not communicating. Also, there'll be uh, some voltage drop. Mike, if you have any other points on that, how to determine
4: if a module goes down? Uh, well, if the module goes down, the digital display that's on the BMS, it will tell you, it, it displays how many batteries. It kind of looks like your phone, your phone battery indicator would be the best way I could describe on the top corner of your phone. All those little battery icons appear on the bottom of our display. And if there is a problem with one of the batteries within the stack, that battery will flash so as long as you know what number that battery is which you can just look on the side and you can count your the pinout that you set and you can say oh, okay so it's battery 3 and then that light on the battery will also if it depending on the issue if it maybe if it's low voltage and it and it shuts off the light will be off on the battery or if there's just a communication problem the battery light is usually flashing so there's a couple ways you can you can quickly determine like which module specifically it
2: is. Yeah, and we have that display screen right in the front of the battery, which um, basically shows you everything that's going on with the battery: state of health, state of charge, voltage, and and like Mike was saying, it, it shows all the different ma- the the batteries and they're working.
0: Do you Sounds have like a good idea for installers to number the, the units? Yeah, homeowners pretty... can can read it. Sure.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, Jim asks, do you have an eight battery outdoor case? Um, Not yet, but we are, um, as soon as the four stack is released, then we'll be looking into releasing um, basically a case that fits five up to that eight stack. But currently it's just the two through four. Follow-up question on higher voltage. Is this similar to the AC side where you can use smaller gauge cables to move power from point to point, like one aught versus four aught as a basic example?
4: That's right. The advantage the advantage of higher higher voltages is smaller cables, smaller gauge cables. Because you're decreasing the current for an increase in the in the potential difference, the voltage, that's the thats the trade-off. So cable size goes down in that situation.
2: Awesome. Are the batteries UL listed? And it also has cost per battery. So the batteries are UL listed. Um, if you ever need me to send you um, any certifications, I can happily email them over to you. The cost per battery, they're on Renbu's website. If you have any questions I refer you to, uh, you know, reach out to them or hop on their website, and you can see the prices there. What is the track yeah. history? Oh, go ahead.
0: No, no, I didn't see that there is another another question. Go ahead.
2: Uh, what are What is the track history of performance performance of the existing stacks? Reviews. Um, yeah, great question. So we have a really great track history. Um, As far as getting a bad unit, it's gonna be very unlikely because in our warehouse, we take the batteries out of the box, stack them up, commission them, test them, make sure they're all functioning properly and updated with the most current software so that when these batteries land on your door, they are ready to go and they've been tested. So the chances of you getting a, a bad battery is very low. As far as reviews, we are updating our website to allow for more reviews, but um, there's other other websites you can look at. Um, uh, Sage, Sage Energy, is what it's called, um, is another one. But yeah, you'll be able to look at our website, and there's a couple other websites you can look at to look at reviews. Um, Perry also asks, "Is it USA made?" Um, so we we are, that is part of our roadmap as well. We're moving towards being fully USA made. Um, This year we are, our goal is to be fully USA made and assembled um, in our warehouse in Henderson. Um, We are currently looking into either North American made prismatic, uh, uh, lithium iron phosphate phosphate prismatic cells um, to acquire from North America. Sorry, that was a really bad sentence. or to actually make our own facility where we produce our own cells. Um, so the roadmap is USA made. Currently, we are, our goal is to be USA made, assembled by this year. And then, you know, in the next couple of years, we'll be a USA made
1: and assembled battery.
0: Um, it's dropping up the questions. If you have more questions, don't uh, hesitate to email us or Nick directly and again thanks for joining us today and thanks uh nick and was it mike i didn't catch it yeah yes. Yep. So thank you guys for uh, taking all the answers and uh presenting i see that one of the uh one of the uh,
2: participants also uh
0: saying thank you we will uh, work on the recording what did he say sorry
2: oh he just said thank you so i said you bet thank you thank you all for uh for watching and like i said if you have questions visit our website and feel free to reach out to me
0: great uh, rest of your week everybody
1: and happy fourth of july thank you